This episode of the Pursuit Podcast is presented by Fisher Skis. Pursuit Podcast is presented by our friends over at Fisher Skis, Fisher Sports, fishersports.com. I want to tell you about the Transalp 105 CTI. It's a free ride tour with the lightweight powder performance. That is a tongue twister. Here's my thing, and I talk about it in this episode, so I'm not going to dive too much into it, but touring skis used to just be light and ski like shit. That has changed. It has changed. Uh, The concept of success-shaped titanol has done that, meaning they put some metal in the ski. It provides maximum stability, power transmission, and downhill performance, all coming in at under 1,600 grams. It's light, people. These things rip. I would ski these full speed on boilerplate with my pin bindings down a mogul line. They are that good, and they're light, and they're all created by our friends over at Fisher. Pair that with a Transalp boot. Come on, y'all. It's the greatest skiing uphill downhill touring lightweight ski on the market if you don't believe me ask me again because it is you know speaking of gear that's just rad i gotta give a shout out to our friends over at sweet protection i'm running the connor rig reflect goggles i'm loving them you know here's the thing they have this this rig lens technology. It's proprietary to them. What does it do? It creates superior contrast, minimizes color distortion, and reduces eye fatigue. They've carefully engineered it into a frameless design, which is this little Connor Reflect rig goggle that I'm holding in my hand. It gives you the largest field of vision in a medium goggle. So now there's literally nothing to distract you from being out there. What does all that mean? Sweet Protection's rad. They make all of their own lenses. They're not sending them out. They make them in-house. They're ballistic rated. They have this rig technology that is, it's literally developed by Sweet Protection to provide superior contrast, enhancing your vision, minimum color distortion, and reduced eye fatigue. They weigh 167 grams. If we're a weight weenie, they're great. They feel great on my face. They're medium with a giant field of view. Head over to sweetprotection.com. Get yourself a pair. They've got them all listed in the coolest colorways, the raddest things they got. This is the colorway I've got. I should know what it's called, but I don't because, you know, oh, the Misty Tracem. Hello, sweetprotection.com. Or, you know, head to your local retailer. Shop sweet. It is so sweet. It is so sexy. And it's safe. Sweet protection. Yo, yo. Mr. Adam X, I'm on the mic. You get it. It's the solo pod. It's December, I don't know, 13th maybe when you're listening to this. This is the present me speaking. You know, I got some stuff to talk about. We're going to get right into it. Let's just let's just hit it, y'all. Let's get it. Let's hit it. Let's you know, I got I'm going to talk about Boa. I got to do it. I got to do it. I got to talk about Boa. I've got a boot in my hand, so if you're listening in your car, 
Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. It's almost erotic. That's right. I've got the Fisher RC4 medium volume with BOA in my hand. You know, it's an RC4 Pro. Come stock with zip fit. Is this an ad? I don't know. I'll let you figure it out. This is the greatest skiing boot I've had on my foot. That being said, folks, let's do the BOA debate. Let's talk about it. It's here. Is BOA here to stay? Too soon to tell. You know, it's the tech is sick. I've I've smashed it. I've trashed it. You know, there's an internet floating on the uh, you know the of uh, uh, an internet floating around a video floating around the internet uh, of us hitting it with a little rubber mallet. I know you guys are like we hit trees faster than that, and we everyone's a tough guy, tough girl on the internet. Buckles break. Boa will break. That is a thing that will happen. It's okay. Everything is serviceable. And, you know, I want to, I want to, Boa's a brand. It's got nothing to do with Fisher or Atomic or Solomon or K2. Boa is its own brand, and they have been pushing to get this technology into ski boots. They've got it. Here's the thing. The Fisher boot, the Atomic boot. The Solomon boot, the K2 boot, they're all running the same system. It's called like an H plus I1 or something. It's first gen. It's exciting. I don't know. I like exciting things. And the boot skis really well. So like, will it last? Will it work? I don't know. It'll last in the market if people buy it. Obviously, this is a this is a consumer product. If it sells well, it will continue, and the the manufacturers will keep making it. I will say the fit is awesome. I have a very wide foot, um, talking 102, 103, maybe even a 104 mil last, and I love Boa for that because. It fits a, a wide variety of lasts, and I'm not running it at max. If you have a very low-volume foot and you're running this thing cranked to the moon, you know, I would. I, it might not be for you, but a low-volume boot isn't for me, and these are medium-volume boots, high-volume boots. Um, you know, it. I really like it. It's different. There's some pluses. There's some minuses. You know, when you when you get to the bottom of a lift, you undo your buckles, right? You undo them. You just whoosh. can't do that on BOA. You can back it off, but you can't just flip them. It's a, it's a different thing. That being said, the hug from BOA is different than buckles. I don't get the pressure points. It doesn't feel the same. The hold is there. My suggestion is to get over it. Go to your local retailer, try it on, talk to the techs, look at the tech, play with the tech. I'm just, I don't understand being mad about things when they evolve. There's a lot of people who are just, they're just mad that it exists. And they're like, I don't know, you know, there was a time that 
buckles weren't the buckles that we have on ski boots. They've changed them over the years. And that is good. Evolution is good. Some would say evolve or die. <clears throat> Telemark. Like we need this. It's exciting. You know, clearly I work with Fisher and I, I'm super excited that they have a boot that I can do this and I can ski this tech because whether we like it or not, it's the future and they're going to try it and they're going to jam it down our throats and we'll see where it goes from there. I know for a fact there will be boa on the lower and the upper cuffs. Will that come next year? Time will tell. I can't, I can't tell you any of that yet. But the tech is cool. You know, it's perfect for people with high instep, medium to high volume people. I think the low volume folks, you're not going to love this boot. Not yet. Um, and I'm, I'm not even talking just Fisher specific. I'm talking the BOA boots in general. Man, I, my whole thing is performance. It skis great. I don't get the pressure points I would get with buckles. That's just me. What works for you is different than what works for me. And that's okay. But the hate on the internet, God, I'm so tired of it. Just, just try it. Don't be the hardo with anything. I'm sure there was a point where people were mad about metal and skis. It's what we do. We put metal in skis now, and they ski great. Does that mean wood skis are bad? No. It just means we've evolved, folks. We have evolved. Double bow, triple bow. Give me it in my liner and my top buckles and the lower buckles. Give it to me. I want it. I want all of the boa. I'm excited for the tech. I know they've tested it. Oh, my God, have they tested it. It's going to be an interesting year. They're putting it to market, to consumers, to people like you. Are you going to break it? Are you going to break it intentionally? Are you just going to be a naysayer to be a naysayer? What? Oh, man, I don't know. I'm just telling you, I like the click. It's almost erotic. And my goodness i'm just keep looking at this boot and keep touching it while i'm talking y'all it's getting a little weird over here at the pursuit podcast let's let's move on let's move on but i want to talk about boots i want to continue to talk about boots one how important a boot is you know i was trying to explain it to to someone and we i was i work at a ski shop and i was trying to explain it to them you know you wouldn't put a v8 in a prius doesn't make sense and they were trying to decide what boot they should get. She was in an 80 flex. I thought she should go to a hundred flex because she's a ripper. And then I said, what ski are you on? And she said, I'm on a head rally. And I was like, get it a hundred flex. You need that boot, that power to drive that ski. You know, Corvettes need good suspension. There's a difference that we need. So what I'm saying is you need good boots and you need boots that fit. So this is my call out. Please don't buy boots online. One more time. Please don't buy boots online. Go to your local retailer, your local ski shop, your friend that's a boot fitter. Support them. 
That's one, supporting your friends, businesses, local businesses that exist. When your buckles break, when your BOA breaks, we need local retailers. So go to your local retailer, get your foot measured. They have a machine called a potoscope. It'll measure your foot. It'll tell you all about it. High arch, low arch, medium arch, medium volume, high volume, low volume. These things matter. You can't assume. I'm telling you, you wouldn't wear a small shirt. Why would you wear a small boot? Same thing as you wouldn't wear a quad X shirt. Maybe you would, but you wouldn't wear a quad X boot. Get the boot that fits and get it at your local retailer. It's my call out to y'all. Please, 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 please. And I'm going to say it. I was in a forum recently. I shouldn't go on online forums anymore because that's how they are. But get yourself a footbed. And I'm not saying you got to get a posted $200 footbed and do the whole thing. Although those are great. Get a footbed. If you look at any ski boot, and honestly, the more expensive ski boot you get, the worse the footbed gets because they assume you're going to replace it. So get a footbed, get a drop in. It will change your skiing. It will change how you exist on the hill, your comfort. It's cr- I'm a terrible skier, but I'm a little better with a footbed. Does that help? Is that any useful information? So what do we learn? We learned that BOA could be good. It's new, it's exciting, could be good. Get a footbed, shop local, support your local retailer. Stuff goes a long way. Buy a t-shirt from them, buy some stickers. What a concept, like as Paris Hilton would say. It's hot, it's hot, it's hot. I don't know, why am I like this? Why am I like this? What do you guys, what do you guys wanna talk about? I have some predictions. We saw a little leak of a Solomon shift binding, a new binding, a new shift binding, maybe, maybe. Here's my prediction. This is no, I have no idea. No one's told me anything. I don't have an inside scoop. This is all Mr. Adam X rumors. 16 din. Not shocking, little heavier maybe, a little more burly. I think uh, for myself, I'm willing to add a little weight in order to make that binding function a little better. I love that binding. Uh, I'm too heavy for it and I'm not a good enough skier to ski daintily. So I would have the issue of shifting out of them. I can walk out of my heel piece at any time that's not me knocking on the binding. I'm not here to knock on brands. It's not what I do. Uh, but getting shifted is a thing. They break. There's a lot of moving parts. You know, it's the tech is is wild. It's so neat. It's so rad. I'm glad it exists because I know a lot of people that that's the perfect binding for. But anyway, I'm excited to see possibly a shift 16. Uh, I'm hoping for a little more elasticity in the heel. Again, weight, I'm okay with a little heavier, a little more burly. But that's something I would put on my Fisher Ranger 102. Because that's a ski that I love skiing at the resort. But a couple days a year, I'd love to get that thing out in the backcountry, uh, side country, whatever you want to call it. 
maybe a day I don't want to run pin bindings. It's a little spicy. I still want the safety. That's what we're forgetting. This is safety. These are our knees. I love the shift. I can't wait to see what they come up with and how it works, what it does. Uh, I do think we're going to see that sooner than later. I think it's going to be a din of 16. Again, don't quote me on, on, on any of this because I have no idea what I am talking about. Oh, more more rumors, more uh, more stuff, I guess. Scarpa has a new Telemark boot. We know that now. It is confirmed. Uh, it has been leaked. Do we care? Is anyone excited about it? Does anyone, like, you know, where are we at? How do people feel? That's what I want to know. How do you feel about it? Are you excited about it? So it it's a it's a Scarpa TX Pro men's and women's. So it gets rid of the comp, gets rid of the pro, replaces it with one NTN boot. You know, I'm just reading a little the little blurb here. The new TX Pro is the love declaration from Scarpa to the Telemark community. After 15 years of research and community listening, Scarpa realized the lightest boot of the segment compatible with NTN and Teletech bindings. It's a model with the walk and lightness as a ski touring boot. Triple shell injection technology invented and developed by Scarpa specifically for Telemark allow the use of materials with differentiated density for the shell, bellow and toe. Torsion bridge frame guarantees high torsional rigidity thanks to the stiffer material from the heel to the toe crossing the forefoot. Yep. I'm excited. I will buy this boot. You should too. This boot is holds, let's say is hold. It holds the future of Telemark skiing. If this boot is not a success, I do not think we will ever see a new Telemark boot again from Scarpa. Did you hear me? If this boot does not succeed, we will never see a new boot from Scarpa. Telemark boot. I truly believe that. I think this is it. They've put it out. It comes out next year. If it doesn't sell through, if it does not sell well, we won't see another boot. I could be completely wrong, but I could really be right. This thing needs to sell. It needs to it needs to move. They need to move volume. They need to know that making a telemark boot is worth the time and effort. 
I'm interested to hear your thoughts. Always DM me. Please let me know. Call me stupid. Tell me I suck. Tell me you'll ski circles around me. Tell me I hate snowboarders and telemark skiers. Even though I am a telemark skier, I am a snowboarder. I'm also a skier. I'm just a person who likes playing outside. Uh, and I can make fun of these things because, one, that creates conversation. Two, I can do it. So I am it. I'm not good at it, but I can do it. So have at it. Uh, I just want to get some technical specs here. Uh, NTN Teletech. Uh, 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 what, is the, what is the number I'm looking for? It's the lightest boot on the market. And it's they're saying it is. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Lightest boot on the market and walking friendly. I don't have a range of motion here. I've heard it's about 60 degrees comes with an intuition liner i mean this thing's got to sell it has to sell it telemark's hands is in this boot plain and simple plain and simple oh it's time to interrupt myself with myself and our friends over at rumple head to rumple.com use our code down below in the show notes save you a couple bucks if you're a skier, if you're a mountain biker, if you're a person who enjoys the outdoors and you go from Crocs to ski boots to snowboard boots to cycling shoes, you cannot live another day without the pack mat. It is a water and stain resistant micro suede top, durable waterproof bottom to keep you dry. The pack mat converts into an everyday tote i.e. go to the shopping mall, get yourself some Snickers bars, maybe get yourself some off-piece provisions, put them in the bag, boom, back in your car. I don't know where I was without this mat. I love it because it's thin, it's packable, I throw it on the ground, my feet, my socks do not get wet, I can put everything on, and I just crumple it up in a ball and I throw it back in my car because that's the type of person I am, and I'm assuming that's the type of person you are. Show notes, rumple.com. Get yourself a pack mat or an everyday mat. Dry feet, people. Dry feet in the boots, getting dressed near the car, tailgating. You'll love it. Rumple.com. Use the code in the show notes. You'll save money. Okay? I'm just trying to save y'all some money. If you haven't, stop what you're doing right now, pull over, hit the link in the show notes. Get some off-piece provision. It's 100% plant-based, 45% protein, 0% BS. It tastes like jerky. It feels like jerky, but it's good for you. It's a source of iron. It's soy-free. It's gluten-free. It's proudly made in New Zealand. Guys, I, it's like I am loving this stuff, and I'm not loving it because I'm vegan or vegetarian. Those are bonus points. I love beef jerky. This tastes like beef jerky, but doesn't make me feel bad after eating it. It makes me feel good. It gives me the energy and the power that I need to get through those long backcountry days, those long schlogs. You know, you can eat it on the go from the office to the mountains. Guys, off-piece provisions. Use the link in the show notes. Plant-based jerky. Again, I'm a meat eater. I know what y'all are thinking. This tastes like meat. It's like smashed peas 
doesn't taste like any of that. It tastes like meat. It chews like meat. I know you vegans and vegetarians are like, I don't want it to taste that. Try it. Use the link in the show notes. Get yourself some. Let me read some ingredients to you. Pea protein, water, bean protein, olive oil, seasoning, coconut sugar, apple cider vinegar, salt. All of these words I can read. Oft pieced provisions, plant-based jerky, jerky that doesn't taste like shit. Come on, y'all. Hit the link. Get yourself some. You, you're only gonna you're only denying yourself deliciousness if you don't try this. You know, recently someone was asking me what touring skis I thought they should get. And obviously I, I recommended the Fisher Transalp because it's the greatest touring ski that exists. Clearly. But you know, I came to the, they wanted to get a really light ski, and I was like, what is the point of your tour? That's the question. What is the point of your tour? If you if your point of your tour is to ski good snow, get the ski you would want to ski down. So when it comes to picking the waist size and you're thinking 92, you know, 86, 105, 98, what are you planning on skiing? If you're planning on skiing powder, get a a wider ski. Yeah, you'll save 100 grams if you go between an 86 or a 98 but that 100 grams on the down you'll be thanking me so when you're thinking about getting touring skis you know think about what you want to ski down the lightness is great and we all love light skis but the ability for them to rip on the way down is mega important Uh, This isn't an ad. This has nothing to do with an ad. But I am on the Fisher Transalp 105 CTI. They actually made them, like, heavier by putting metal in them. Titanol in the ski center provides maximum stability, power transmission, and downhill performance. Yeah. But what I'm saying is I ski a 105 because I want to lug it up the hill. I don't mind 200 grams more-ish than the little schemo skis but the down is good it's fun i get the float i get the power that i want and these light skis rip they ski so much better than what they used to ski all those light skis from 10 years ago made out of balsa wood the industry has changed if we haven't learned anything from this podcast yet it's the ability to evolve to change with it try new things The new touring skis that exist now are so mega good. The pin bindings that exist are mega good. They work. They're light. They're safe fish. And, you know, you get to go skiing. Like you walk up, you ski down. What a concept. What an idea. Uh, Where What I'm getting at here is just ski stuff you want to ski when you're trying to narrow down what ski you should get. It's not what you should get. It's what you want to get. And, you know, 105 is wide. So maybe go 98, 96. But like you're, the idea is that you're walking up a mountain to ski fresh snow. So you want a little float. So think about it. And this is where I'm getting, this is where I'm going. This is where I'm, this is where I'm leading you. You know, I'm getting you there, making you feel good. I'm bringing you there. Take a class. Educate yourself. Be safe. You know, you 
can rely on others to be safe, but they have to rely on you. So take the class. There's internet classes. There's YouTube clinics. I think BCA has a bunch of clinics on their website. Get yourself a beacon, a shovel, a probe. Learn how to use it. Practice how to use it. Pack your bag with things that you will need. And not only need, things that will make you happy to get you out of there. You know, maybe it's a Snickers. If Snickers will get you out of there, have a Snickers. Have some hand warmers. Backcountry is not a place to have too much pride. Uh, there was a big accident on Mount Washington this weekend, last weekend. There was a helicopter evac. From what I've read, the research, they did everything right. Things happen. And that's okay. I'm I'm not saying that things won't happen, but I'm saying be prepared for things to happen. Everything. I'm talking your skins. Like, obviously, I'm using them Pomoka skins because this is the tool I trust. This is what I want to get me in and out of the mountains safely. You know, learn how to shovel. It sounds crazy, but like go up to a snowbank and dig a hole. Because digging a snowbank is a whole lot different than digging fresh powder. And that sounds crazy. Learn how to shovel. But when your friend, ski partner, is buried at the bottom of that snowbank, you better know how to shovel. You better know how to save a life. Um, I think everyone has gotten into backcountry skiing recently. Uh, COVID, that was a that's a result of COVID. And I'm for it. I'm not, I don't want to be negative about it. I'm pumped about it. I love seeing people out there. I love seeing friends in the backcountry and groups go in the backcountry. Uh, even skiing local resorts. You know, we've got some uphill skiers that just ski the resort. That's okay. That's cool. But be safe. Safety is hot. Be sexy. Be safe. Like, God, I'm just, you know, I don't know where this is coming from. I don't know why I'm going on this this spiel, but like, We've got some East Coast resorts that have a ton of snow. We've got some that have a little snow. I see people walking up the middle of the hill on a Saturday when the resort's open. That's not safe. That's not being safe. It's not skiing smart. Skiing up uh, difficult terrain that may have blind rollers and you're on your touring skis running up the hill like... Not the smartest. And that and that's the same thing as going into terrain, avi terrain, where you're not trained. You don't have the expertise and no one's an expert. You're always learning. You're always a student of the mountains. But I'm just, I don't know. I'm just tired of seeing avoidable accidents in the backcountry at the ski resorts. And I think it just comes down to safety. I don't think you can ever be too proud, too smart um, to learn. And this turned into a downer. No, I just I just want people to be safe and it's early season and everyone's rotted up and it's we make stupid mistakes when we're rotted up. And I'm not talking about Mount Washington. Those guys, um, if you haven't seen it, they have a, an excellent Instagram post about it. And they were super transparent, and I loved it because it's it tells a story on what they did, how they did it, why they did it, 
and it still happened. It still slid, and an accident happened, and everyone's okay. I think he's got a broken leg, but I'm not talking about that accident. I'm That's, I think, a triggering memory in my brain because they seem to have done everything correctly, as correctly as humans can, and an accident still happened. That's why they're called accidents, but I'm just, we're excited, we're rotted up, there's thin coverage, it's a long season, it's only December, be safe, sign up for a class, go to your local, you know, REI, they do classes, find your local, I don't know, find your local ski shop and see if they offer classes, and if they don't, see if they want to do a class, you know, and find an instructor and get a group, education is cool. I don't know why we're not doing this anymore, myself included. I need to re-up. I need to get more educated. I'm not an expert. I talk about skiing a lot. I do ski a lot, but I find myself, you know, relying on experts when they're relying on me. So I need to have that same train of thought, that same education. And what I've learned in the little bit that I've done this is... Confidence is also, I'm not saying confidence to do things. I'm saying confidence in saying no is powerful. If you are with a skiing partner and you don't feel comfortable doing that terrain, speak up because that could save your life. That could save their lives. It's important to speak up, to be safe. And like, we're just skiing. We're just sliding down snow. And that goes for snowmobilers, anybody in the backcountry. Guys, this is just fun. It's supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to be, I mean, it's all dangerous, right? But like, it's not supposed to be a death march. So just be careful. Have the right equipment. You know, practice with your bag. Practice where is your first aid kit? Have you checked it recently? Do you know what's in there? Have you flipped through it? Because not only having the tools or, you know, the proper things in your bag. It's knowing where they are. It's having a system. Now's the time to dial it in. You know, I'm doing the same thing with my car. I'm dialing it in. Where are my, you know, where's my extra gloves? Where are my hand warmers? Where's the hat? Where are my goggles? Where is everything? It's 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 as simple as that, and it's practice. Call your friends. Find a beater beacon, probably your peeps one. Throw it find it, practice, dig, lead by example. This is, and, and practice as if it's, if it's real practice as if it's a real scenario. Is that too much to ask? Just like be safe, take care of your friends, take care of each other. Oh my gosh. You know, last week, last week I had Alyssa Parsons on the podcast and we had a new way. She has a new way of creating ski films. And I and I can't get over it. I love the idea. 60 to 90 seconds. It's all I need to be like, wow, that's cool. That's great. I like that. Um, how do you guys think? What do you think? How do you do you think that fits? Does it make sense? Um I don't know. I really just like it. I like the idea of 60 seconds, 90 seconds, pure entertainment, pure laughter. And then we move on. Does that, does that kill the ski industry? Does that ruin ski films? I don't think so. What do you think? Let me know. Let me 
No. Um, I don't have much to talk about, so I'm going to do a little housekeeping here. I want to keep this episode short and sweet. I know it's ski season. We're getting into it. I've got some banger guests. If you have guest ideas, if you aren't, you know, if you feel like you don't have a voice in the industry and you have something to say, please DM me. Please. I mean that with all of my heart. I want to give voices to people who ski every day who maybe don't have a voice. Uh, we don't always need to hear from Cody Townsend. What is... What does Jimmy have to say in New Hampshire? Let me know. I want to give you a platform to have conversations, to have a voice. I really genuinely mean that with all of my heart. So please DM me. Messages get hidden. So give me some time. Sometimes I find a message three, four weeks later. So just bear with me if I don't respond right away. But I do answer every DM and don't be shy. Let's talk. Let's get on the phone. Let's create a 10 to 15 minute podcast. Maybe it's something that grinds your gears. Maybe it's a product you love. Maybe it's a product you've used and you hate. Let's talk about it. I know all the Telemark skiers are going to be like, let's shit on Telemark. I'm not here to shit on anybody. I make fun of Telemark because I am Telemark. I make fun of skiing because I am skiing. I make fun of snowboarding because I am snowboarding. I believe I am part of that culture. And if I'm wrong, I mean, tell me why, I guess. But like, I I want everyone to know that this comes from a beautiful place that is my heart. Uh, I am extremely passionate about all things outside, sharing those things. And you know what the negativity and the memes and the the hate for Telemark has really done? It's created this little community. And the Telemark community is a very bizarre community. But I've had more conversations about Telemark in the last year than I had in the last eight years. And I will say I think Telemark is growing and I'm excited for it. But I'm not here to talk about, I don't want to talk about Telmark. I always end up on Telmark. I, I've got a snowboard to review. So I've got a snowboard review coming. <laughs> Snowboards are hard. We're going to see what y'all think. Uh, I am a snowboarder. I'm going to put footage in there so you know that I can snowboard. I think that's important when giving a review. It's not just some random guy telling you how great a product is without seeing him ride it. That being said, you don't have to be the world's greatest in order to review a product. So uh, bear with it. I'm excited. I'm excited to to uh, do some more reviews. How do you feel about like the magnet traction thing? Do we like it? Do we hate it? I just, I've got questions about it. I really, I really do. Uh, but yeah, that's the episode. I, again, I did, it's Christmas season. Everyone's going whack. Uh, I've got a ton of great episodes lined up. I, I say I'm done here, but I'm going to keep talking. Um, yeah, I just have some really great stuff coming out. And so bear with me. Christmas time is a little crazy. So I might even do this again because it's hard to schedule things right now while everyone's just running around with their head cut off. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Do the damn thing. It's two weeks away. You've got 12 shopping days. Consume. Buy everything from our sponsors. No, but for real, I love y'all. I'm excited for what's happening. I'm excited for what's coming. This winter's going to be insane. I want everyone to be safe. 
I want everyone to feel comfortable, to come to me, tell stories. I want to share your voices. I want to share everything that you guys are doing, uh, if it makes sense. Obviously, I'm not going to share everything that you guys are doing, but we're going to try to make it work. I, I'm, I'm working on some formats here to give more voices to uh, skiers, snowboarders, telemark skiers. And that's a scary thing to do because I'm putting myself out there and I'm putting my reputation on the line, even though it's a not the greatest reputation, but I'm putting it on the line for y'all to, to come out and tell stories and just you know, let's, let's have some fun. I think, you know, I, I hate when people say this and when bands say it, but it's true. This, this doesn't exist without you. And I want to give you an opportunity to, to share conversation, share stories, tell stories. And I want everyone to be a part of it, not just pro skiers or pro athletes or pro wrestlers. I'm I loved that episode. I hope you listen to it. Uh, it's a little slow in the beginning, but it's cool. It's a neat thing that they're just. This is how this person makes a living: professional wrestling. What a concept! That is what the pursuit is. It's the pursuit. It's the pursuit of happiness. The pursuit of joy. The pursuit of life. That. This is the pursuit. Uh, I'm Mr. Adam Max. I'm your host. You know that by now. This this podcast wouldn't be possible without our friends over at Fisher. So I want to give a shout out to them. I've got a brand new, brand, brand new boot. It's under embargo, so I can't even share it with you. But I'm telling you, if you peep my Instagram clips coming out, you might see a little something. Love you. See you next week.